The Federal Reserve met yesterday and decided to keep rates the same for the fourth consecutive meeting after raising rate interest rates 11 times since March of 2022. People who are considering leaving their houses, just saying that could be anybody, perhaps us, um, <laughs> very interested in all of this. So I'm very interested in David Hall, president and CEO of Hall Financial, giving us the scoop. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. So what do you make of it that they kept it the same, but they're indicating they could cut interest rates later on this year? Yeah, I think it was uh, uh, sort of a no surprise meeting. Um, I think that, you know, one of the worst kept secrets right now is that the Fed is going to lower rates this year if everything goes according to plan. And what's really interesting is, you know, tomorrow we have a jobs report that could move the market that the Fed wants to look at before their March meeting. They'll actually get another jobs report before they have to meet. So we're going to get a lot of intel on the economy uh, before they have to do anything. I think it's, in my mind, 50-50 if they're going to lower in March or in May, depending on what happens with inflation and the overall economy. But basically, the Fed has sent some very clear signals that they're done raising. They're holding tight for now because they want to see some more data. And as they start to lower this year, people's credit card rates are going to go down. You're also going to have probably mortgage rates going down, most likely. And uh, it's going to be uh, well-received for a lot of folks that have had uh, to deal with some higher interest rates here over the last, you know, 18 months. It hasn't been easy. Dave, are you going to start seeing people if those when those interest rates, if those interest rates go down, seeing people doing a lot of refis? Well, yeah, I think, yes. Uh, I also think that we've already started to see that, you know, 90 days ago, rates, rates touched on eight percent and rates are getting very close now to six percent and a lot of folks don't realize that if they bought a house let's say between october of 2022 and october of 2023 they have an opportunity right now to refinance to a lower rate because of what's gone on with the whole cycle of interest rates but yes as rates continue to go down we will see even more refinances Obviously, cash out refinances are the biggest segment of the market. A couple of days ago, there was a stat out that uh, home appreciation and home equity is at an all time high. And, and for folks that bought a house nine to 12 months ago, and a lot of folks thought that maybe that wasn't a good time to buy because of higher interest rates, their home values basically all went up. And uh, now they have the chance to refinance to a lower rate. So it turned out to be a really good move. And we don't see housing values going down anytime in the near future. I think it's going to continue to to rise, albeit at a more modest pace. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of opportunity for folks in 2024. And it seems to be defying logic and tradition, David. I mean, Metro Detroit home values rose 8.2% in November in spite of the escalating mortgage rates that we saw in that month. You're right. They have declined somewhat since, but how are these prices defying gravity? Normally when you see the cost of borrowing go up, that kind of depresses the, the home prices. It's been really amazing guy. And I think that, you know, we had an unprecedented event uh, in history in uh, 2021 where we saw these mortgage interest rates go to levels that I would have never thought we'd seen, you know, it's 30 year fixed rates in the high twos, low threes. And so what happened is a lot of folks uh, grabbed onto those rates and have since not wanted to sell their homes for obvious reasons. 
thus creating a reduced uh, inventory of homes to buy. And anytime you have reduced inventory, right. you have escalating prices on the inventory that is on the market. So but I is think- it worse here than in other large metropolitan areas? Because they're only seeing price gains that are about uh, two-thirds that size. Yeah, well, I think it's every market is a little bit different. All all markets have low inventory. There are there there are very very few markets that have uh, uh, more inventory than than they can deal with. So we're talking about sellers' markets basically all over the country, some more than others. But I think like if you take a state like Florida, for instance, where a lot of folks, you know, during uh, the COVID pandemic and and soon afterwards. We're moving to, I mean, you saw incredible price escalation of homes there. And so with that, now we've seen that it's not as, the inventory situation there's gotten a little bit better than in Michigan, but still not great. So uh, it's just different in every region of the country. But yeah, the, the inventory levels of homes for sale have driven a lot of this appreciation. Um, you talk about a seller's market. We could sell our house, but then where would we go is the <laughs> <Right>. question. Um, yeah. Affordability, you say, is going to be the word of the year when it comes yeah. to buying a house. Yeah. Well, I think, that, you know, on that question, Jamie, that you just posed about where would you go, I actually think it's going to be easier uh, potentially now than it will be in six months. So mm-hmm. in other words, especially in Michigan, you have an opportunity right now um, to purchase an, another home that I think is going to be easier today than it's going to be in six months. Because I think what's going to happen is as rates go down, there's going to be more interest in folks moving. Now, we may also see a loosening up of inventory. So it's kind of this fine line. But what we have seen is folks are getting out ahead right now of uh, interest rates going down, purchasing now because they know that they can always refinance later if rates cooperate because so many people have the same strategy of I'll wait for rates to go down, mm-hmm. then I'll go buy a house. You may end up in a much more serious bidding war in July or August of this year than you'd be in today. Um, so, you know, it's just a, it's a matter of timing and it's never easy. I mean, when you, when you can get top dollar for your house, like you can today, there's always a consequence to that. And the consequence of that today is a tougher time to find another house. Now, if you can't get top dollar, it's probably going to be easier to find another house. So I, you know, I counsel people that it's never perfect. It's almost in my 28 years, it's rarely a Goldilocks situation. And so this situation comes with some hair on it too. David, I'm I'm glad you're here because I wanted to uh, ask you about this when I saw this story uh, uh, last week about the residential neighborhoods in the city of Detroit, Uh, the property value increased like 23%. The mayor said that, uh, the city is growing more rapidly in home value than uh, the homes in Miami. Why? Why is that? Why is it so? Why does it go up so much here in this, like in the city of Detroit, as opposed to Miami's or other places? Well, I think there's a couple of reasons. So, what you you know, sometimes on the first of all, it's all good news. It's, yes, it's great. I want to put that out there first. You know, when you start at a lower basis, you have a bigger opportunity for a percentage appreciation. I mean, Miami's been on fire for a long time. So for it to not be at the same level that Detroit is at this snapshot in time, I think is a little bit of a uh, not maybe a fair comparison. But I will say that there has been a lot of interest. Uh, More and more of the realtors and the clients that we talk to are doing business in the city of Detroit. I think that there's been more rehab work that has gone on, more neighborhoods are mm-hmm. becoming um, more desirable. So it's all good news, and it's great. 
But I think anytime you look at percentage comparisons, uh, I, I think that uh, you can you can uh, make it look maybe not exactly like it is over like an extended period of time, but certainly great news. And, you know, as a guy that was uh, born and raised in Detroit, I love it. And I love to see the, the positive things that are all going on in the city. Really quickly, David, before we let you go, this is all happening in an election year. Republicans are ticked. They say that Powell's dragging his feet to give Biden a maximum bump when he finally does cut rates. Democrats are saying that they're sabotaging the economy because he's waiting too long. How confident are you that politics isn't corrupting his decision? (laughs) Uh, Okay, tough question, but quickly. (laughs) Uh, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy, but it always seems to work out this way, doesn't it? Um, so we'll see. And you're right. It's really amazing on both sides of the fence. You have jabs being always thrown back and forth. I would say this. I would say that I think that Powell and the Fed have done a pretty amazing job sort of threading this needle of Fed rate cuts. Yeah. And I think it is interesting timing that we are going to see rates go down uh, when an incumbent in an election really needs it. So I don't know what to make of that. I try to stay in my lane and stay out of politics. <laughs> well, and but That's making making inflation the key enemy here is an important yeah. thing to make sure that that battle is won first. And I think yeah, that does. just over three percent still, guy trying to get to two percent. But yeah. I think they've done a heck of a job, and I think it's a job that can be heavily criticized. And I think you got to give credit to the Fed for what they've done. Well, yeah, and all the negative ninnies out there said that we were going to be in a recession now. And while things yeah. are slowing down, it looks like a soft landing. David, thank you. Yep. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Great show. Uh, Coming up, we're going to talk more with Paula Tutman on the Crumbly trial. More tidbits coming out each and every day. Stick with us. It's at 649. Consumers Energy wants to help your business save energy and money. They've got a small business store and it's got energy saving products at low prices. It's really amazing. It's free shopping. Shop the store for great prices on things like LED lighting, advanced power strips, water fixtures, air purifiers, and more. It helps to make your business more energy efficient, and you can reinvest those savings into your business's future. Start saving today by visiting consumersenergy.com slash business store. That's consumersenergy.com slash business store and shop and save today.